Welcome to Close It Now, an HVAC sales training podcast with Sam Wakefield. Here, we'll build your reputation in residential HVAC sales to be the expert influencer in your market. You'll get insight into the top minds in the industry as they share their skills and hacks to help you on your journey. This podcast isn't just about selling more. It's about understanding your customers' needs and building efficiencies behind the scenes so you can sell more but work less while being top of mind when people think HVAC. Now, let's get started with your host of the Close It Now podcast. This is Sam Wakefield. Welcome to the Close It Now podcast today. Sam Wakefield here, your host, and I am excited about our guest today. He is somebody that I've actually had the privilege to know for several years now. We originally connected years ago through this podcast, of all places. He reached out and we had a, a conversation about uh, about some sales training, sales philosophy, you know, and I knew from back then, he's the one of the only people that I've ever uh, talk after that first couple conversations said, you know what? I don't think I can help you. You've got a good, ha- good handle on this already. Let's just, and just, imp- I want to see you implement what you're already talking about. And so it, that's how, the, that's how our relationship started. Uh, we've done some things together over the years and uh, what he is doing now is completely disrupting the uh, appointment setting and, and lead generation industry. Uh, for virtual. Uh, that's something you hear us talk a lot about here in the Closing Now podcast, both virtual for solar and virtual for HVAC. And it's something this guy has mastered across the last several years. I'm super excited today to welcome the owner of SolarWise Solar Company, as well as the owner of Virtual Virtuoso, the lead generation and appointment setting company that is completely uh, destroying that market and uh, doing something completely different in a way that may, I'll tell you what, it makes a lot of damn sense to me. And I'm really excited to have him on to give us kind of an idea of what it is and how uh, people can benefit from it. So everyone welcome Mr. Peter Roth today. Thank you for joining us, sir. Thank you, Sam. And I, first of all, I just want to say like to anyone who's listening to this, you know, first of all, thank you for the incredibly kind intro. <laughs> I'm a, I'm actually a really humble person. I get really like shy. I'm like, Oh, come on. You're just, you say that to all the pretty girls, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I want to, you know, I, I got to give you the compliment right back because like, you know, I, I'm a lifelong learner. I'm, I'm never too proud to participate in any learning opportunity that I can with any trainer, any podcast, you, you name it. I just love soaking that kind of stuff up. And why I'm saying that is because, you know, that's how I found you as a sales trainer. And I, I just connected with your, with your style so much. You you just mm-hmm. have a very, you have a very deeply, uh, d- deeply philosophical and deeply analytical approach to sales methodologies. And I connect very well with that mm-hmm. as opposed to just people who just throw out whiz bang one liners. You know, <laughs> right. That just never really connected well with me. Mm-hmm. I realized there's so much of a deeper understanding, and I, I just, I just have a huge amount of respect and appreciation for your style. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. it's always been a philosophy. Is like if you know, if I'm if I'm teaching you a specific one line response to something, the minute that homeowner changes what they say with by a couple words, well, you're just straight out of luck. But if I teach you the word track and how to craft the response and why it's we're, we're responding this way. Then it's teaching somebody to fish instead of just handing them a fish. And that's, uh, yeah, definitely what that's all about is, you know, let's teach you how to be the master of your craft, not just how to, you know, be a trained monkey that responds to a certain trigger. I, that's an amazing point. Um, and I was, I listened to your, um, your pod, your, your podcast interview with Gene Slade, and I heard this part of the conversation there. And I'm a, I'm a, I have huge respect for, for Gene. So, hi, Gene. Um, <laughs> and, Same. I, I, I love the guy. Um, and you know, I, I, I have a huge amount of respect for the, 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 how you guys approach that subject. And I do it very similarly. And when I do training with my, my guys, whether it used to be on the HVAC side and now on the solar side, um, we go through those word tracks. And then what I do is, you know, once, once they have a pretty decent understanding of the words themselves and of the concepts Mm -hmm. themselves, then what we'll do is we'll go through and I'll kind of quiz them on the why, like, now, why do we say that? And I've put them on the spot. I'm like, this is not about you giving me the right answer. It's about you making those neural connections right now Mm -hmm. that can only be made when you're put on the damn spot. Right. 
if I don't put you on the spot, it'll never happen. You'll be for, you'll be forced into kind of like laziness and comfort, mm-hmm. and then you'll never be forced to make those kind of. It's the same reason why like you can read a script, but it never has the same impact as when you're doing in front of a live person. Mm-hmm. Like a role play yeah, will absolutely. never absolutely. replace an actual real life. Right? Those real life situations force you to make those neural connections when someone puts you on the spot and gives you an objection. You're like, oh shit, I don't remember where that is. Page <laughs> three of the script, right? But now you're like, you're forced to have to make that connection. Like, boom, boom, boom. This part goes to this part, right? And that's mm-hmm. just instant and it's permanent, right? It's permanent. The first time you've done it, you're like, that's it. I never need to study that portion ever again. I got exactly. it. Like, my brain just made those connections. And and that's what we do is I'll go through and I'll force them to be like, now tell me the why. Like, why do we say this? What's the reason? And then they do it. And then what I'll do is I'm like, great. Now let's actually do it live. I want you to actually do this one section with me, this one paragraph put the script away. You don't get to use it. I mm-hmm. could give a shit how much you screw it up. It's not the point. The point is not right. about perfection. It's about forcing those neural connections. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put myself in the role of the homeowner right now. And we're going to live role play. And I'm going to now put you in this particular part of the script. And I'm going to ask a question and you're going to mm-hmm. be forced to have to make those connections. And then you'll never have to worry about it ever again. And as sure as shit, it works literally almost the first time. Around. <laughs> I love it. It's the same thing, especially so- um, you know, with if somebody's doing virtual or when I'm doing a site visit, man, the the guys that I just left in Pennsylvania, they'll tell you this. It's like, okay, uh, here's here's what we're gonna do. Let's practice it. Okay, you've got five minutes to uh, to to look over it. Okay, everybody, put your papers down. <laughs> Raise your hand. Who's at the front of the room? Everybody else, you're taking notes. And okay, we're everybody. Mm-hmm. You get you get a chance. It forces critical thinking. It forces Absolutely. that critical thought. Yeah, yeah it. it forces you to make those connections. You're like, shit, I can't read off the page. And it's like, well, yeah, because that's worthless. Like mm-hmm. reading off the page is never going to force you to actually understand what right. you're saying and why you're saying it. That's the most in, most important right. part. Once you understand why you're saying it, you won't even need the script anymore. Mm-hmm. Just well, that's it. And I think for most people in, you know, both solar and HVAC, once they've hit, you know, the certain, obviously there's an initial threshold of education. I mean, you have to know something about what you're, you know, what you're presenting, what you're talking about. But when somebody hits that that level of threshold, most people know how to answer the right questions or handle objections or, or whatever the conversation is. They maybe just don't know the right reason behind how to answer or maybe just have things in the wrong order. That's one of the biggest things I see. They just do things out of order. And if you are mixing two or three different mental thoughts into one section you're trying to do, then you're just going to confuse people. But if yep. you just have the right order and you space it out the right way, um, and of course, asking permission to present, then, you know, once, once you get all that down, the rest is, it, it doesn't matter the words, because we know wor- the words you say are 15% of commu- communication anyway. It's, the rest is body language and tonality and, no, and belief. That's right. You know, I remember when I was still selling in the home, when I was doing um, HVAC in the home, driving around, this is when you and I were first got to know each other. Mm-hmm. I would print, I would print out my script, which I wrote obviously myself, and I printed it out. And there was always parts that you weren't good at. Even me, mm-hmm. even though I wrote the damn thing, there was still parts <laughs> because I had come up with an idea. Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, every time I pitched, I always, as soon as I got back in my car, first thing I did, pull out my script that was sitting on mm-hmm. the seat next to me, pulled it out, and immediately made notes. This needs mm-hmm. to change. This needs to change. I need to reword this. I need to move this line here and move this line here. Because mm-hmm. very first, I didn't call. I didn't. I didn't call my wife. I did not. I literally grabbed my script and I made those tiny little notes and I made adjustments as soon as I got home, so I didn't forget. Get mm-hmm. home and make adjustments, and that's how. And that's how success is born. Mm-hmm. You start with Absolutely. a shitty script. You start with a shitty script until it becomes a really awesome script. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And And, and so I hope everybody's listening because this is how to dramatically improve really, really quickly. Um, So that self-evaluation every single time, and it doesn't have to take long, you know, it's what, five, 10 minutes, maybe, but just going through each step and saying, okay, what's the one thing I'm wanting to work on right now? Um, And and don't confuse yourself. Don't try to change everything. You know, Mm -hmm. pick the one thing that you need and want to work on. So personally for me, years one and two in the field selling a track i i can tell you i didn't one time ask for the sale at the end i was so scared i was scared shitless to ask for somebody's money two really? solid years every single day i had the okay today i'm gonna ask for the sale today i'm gonna ask for the sale today i'm gonna ask for the sale 
get out to the car and then beat myself up. Damn it. I didn't ask for the sale. <laughs> oh man. That's crazy for me to hear you. I'm actually really shocked to hear you say that, but it just goes to show that like what a common weak point that is for so many people with as intelligent as you are. And as much as you know about sales and, and home improvement sales, and yet even still that plagued you for so long, like that's crazy. Oh, geez, it was rough. Well, you know, and a lot of it too is one, I didn't, it's, I really barely started this, my self-education in the topic, but it was much more about just, I mean, I was great at presenting stuff, you know, here's uh, get excited about the features and, you know, started barely talking about benefits, but it comes time to ask for somebody's money. I was just scared to until, and, and so actually you're a master at this. I've read a lot of your scripts over the years and, and, uh, you know, done some critiquing for you and what for everybody out there, little bit of back context and and what we're talking about so when, when you uh it, and i don't want to steal your thunder here but a bit of a part of the program when you if you connect with peter and what he's doing with this lead generation and what makes it so powerful as we all know there's a thousand lead generation companies out there i guarantee you if you play this podcast out loud your phone's going to hear it and all of a sudden you're going to start getting ads uh, from these hungry monsters out there and you'll start getting direct messages uh, personally i get probably 20 to 30 direct messages every single day from somebody trying to sell me either solar or heating and air leads uh, because it's gross what the industry's what that has turned into the problem is they're all the same and you know the leads are okay you know you can definitely get a good return on investment however the problem with most people when they buy leads is they don't know how to close them and so that's part of the secret sauce of what Peter's put together is he also trains you how to close them when you when you get some stuff from him when you choose to work with him. So, uh, but I'm really excited about that, man. So it's, it's, let's segue that into uh, what we're talking about today. So Ooh. give us give for everybody that doesn't know Peter, give us a little bit of your you know the highlight reel of your backstory and uh, where you, how you landed into solar, uh, kind of how your vision is for it in in conjunction with the other trades, specifically heating and air, because personally, mm -hmm. I, I'm with you. Um, we're some of the only people out there messaging this right now that it's it's even a better combination than like roofing and solar is HVAC and solar. Mm -hmm. And uh, tell us why you think where you're at and uh, some of the things that you're doing to, to get there. I'll give you like the it's because because kind of an, a funny quirky story as to how the heck I even got into solar, which then I'd have to answer the question of how I got into HVAC. In order mm -hmm. to answer that question, I would go back even a little bit further. So I I, I owned and I still own a cigar business, which is really weird. I get that. Um, I that's what my first business that I ever started when I was right out of college was a cigar kiosk in a mall. And believe it or not, it actually did really, really well. I mean, it actually blew my mind. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I never would have thought that a kiosk couldn't make that much money, but it actually did. So if you thought about a kiosk, you should consider it. Um, so that did really, really well. And then that blew up and but turned into multiple retail stores. And then that blew up and turned into this really, really cool world-class cigar bar, martini lounge, jazz club, the whole deal. Uh, written up in Cigar Aficionado, national recognition, all kinds of cool stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, during my tenure at this cigar bar, we, we we had issue, like even though we were allowed to smoke cigars in there, obviously, and had landlord permission to do it, obviously, we had neighbors because it was like a glorified strip center type thing, basically. Mm -hmm. So sure. there were commercial neighbors on all sides of us. And smoke has a fancy way of finding little nooks and crannies and sleep seeping into neighboring spaces. Mm -hmm. So the next thing I know, I'm getting, um, I'm getting letters from my landlord, like demand letters, like fix it or get out, Ooh. which, oh, the, the was not polite about this thing at all. Landlords mm -hmm. tend to do the whole, you know, David, and oh, of course. try to bear their teeth, you know, oh, bear their absolutely. fangs and hope, yeah, hopefully absolutely. scare you out. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, they did that and um, we would try to fix the problem, but a lot of times you can't even reach beyond these like floor, you know, commercial floor, floor joists. It's tough to even get up into those nooks and crannies. And some of those gaps were on the, were on the, the tenants, the other tenant side. And so we couldn't even get our way in there to really seal them off. So we either needed access to the tenant space, which they never gave us, or the landlord himself needed to go in there, which they never do because landlords never lift a finger to do anything. Sure. So we were stuck between a really rock and a hard place here and weren't getting anywhere fast. So which meant the demand letters kept getting more severe from the landlord. 
it's just dumb catch 22 because like no one's doing their job and we couldn't do any more of ours next thing you know we get a we get a a, um, a, a letter a legal letter certified mail delivered to us um of a formal eviction notice mm-hmm. like formal eviction like get out this is it you're right. done so we have to appear in court so now we go to court we won our first court case. We proved to them that like we've done everything that we can. The landlord is being the landlord is just being a pain. So we won that one and got attorney's fees. And we're like celebrating. Yeah, we got attorney's fees. But what we didn't realize, yeah, you're just pissing off the landlord even more now, right? Yeah. He tried he tried suing us again. The, the, for some reason, everything kind of quieted down for like a year and then it all came back again a year later. Sure. All over again, the same process. Now eviction notice too. Again, go to court, win, same thing happens again. We we get attorney's fees. But now we've really pissed off the bear, right? <laughs> Poked the bear yeah. too many times at this point. And, you know, my guys are all thinking, we beat him again. It's like, that's really not how it works, guys. Like, he controls the lease, right? Let's not, let's not forget that, you know? Yeah, when it comes time to renew, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens then, exactly. And I think you know where this story is going. So anyway, so we won that one. And but the problem was, was that even the judge said, he's like, hey, you still have to do something like you got to go get this exhaust system put in this very expensive exhaust system. And I later found out it was not an expensive exhaust system at all. It was actually a very simple rooftop, just commercial rooftop, one directional, but, you know, exhaust yeah. system, no return air, nothing fancy at all. Suck but it out. I knew, But I knew nothing about this stuff at the time. I I, I barely knew how to turn on a, like a thermostat. Like I literally knew nothing about it anything so i just thought you know commercial plus hvac equals giant expensive bill right and Mm -hmm. which is pretty accurate so you know here i am you know just small business owner calling up all these hvac you know commercial hvac shops which you know you and i that's not our space right we're more in the residential space right when you start calling these commercial you know when you start calling these commercial places they're you're used to seeing you know on average install you know 50 100 200 dollars right Right. So they're, you know, they're looking at my little podunk, little tiny little situation going like, <laughs> we're going to have to rob this guy blind in order to make sure. it work our time. So, I mean, I'm telling you, like, they must have come in and put in this tiny little, I don't even remember, 500 CFM little exhaust, you know, rooftop exhaust fan and charge me like 15 grand for it. Oh, I was stupid enough to not know any of that. Like, mm-hmm. I knew nothing. It literally, it was just nothing but the rooftop ex- or the, the 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 exhaust fan itself with a tiny run of ductwork that was like maybe ten feet long. Yeah, and that was fifteen. <laughs> and I know, no, that's about a thousand dollars worth dinners. of yeah, yeah, about a thousand dollars worth of equipment right there. You know, <laughs> well, and we all know they gave you the pri- the uh, you know the basically go away price, and you took it. And they're like, damn, you yeah. have to actually do the work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They took it because I didn't have a choice because I was under like literally. I had a, a judge, like a judge's order to get this done or else, right? And that didn't fix, but lo and behold, that didn't fix the problem. So mm-hmm. then this process repeated numerous times. So I had to go like, I spent, I'm not exaggerating, well over $100,000, $150,000 on all these different commercial band-aids that we put up there. So right. I, by default, became an accidental HVAC pro. <laughs> by, de- by accident, you know, I did right. it. <laughs> Just that's what happens when you get ripped off so many times. You kind of mm-hmm. tend to yeah. a few things. Like, how, so, what can I do myself? Yeah. So, and that's how I, you know, that's how I ended up meeting uh, at the time who was a very, very close friend of mine. And then, you know, fast forward a little while later, he comes up to me, you know, we became really good friends. And um, the guy was literally helping me around this bar, you know, just doing all my repairs, all HVAC, mm-hmm. all electrical, anything like that for literally Bud Light. <laughs> Like literally, but like, I'm not hey, exactly. you beer, you're good. I, he asked for it. I didn't like, that wasn't even me trying to like lowball him. He asked for it. I like, ah, just pay me in Bud Light. I was like, okay, man, whatever. Cool. So yeah, that went on for a long time. So, but then he eventually approached me. We became really close friends and he approached me and he was like, Hey, do you want to start an HVAC company? I'll do all the wrench turning. You start the sales and marketing and I'll do all the heavy lifting. And I was like, took a little bit of time back and forth mm-hmm. and actually agreed to do it. So that's how we started our HVAC company. So then that, you know, I, you know, at some point I came to you and I was like, Hey, I see you're doing solar. Let's talk about solar. I want to integrate that into my HVAC company. This was before everyone else was even doing it, you know? Yeah. 
That's what, like, almost three years ago now. Uh, yeah, both of us were total rookies, right? Both of us were total <laughs> no rookies. Clue. Neither one of us had really any clue what the hell we were doing. We were both kind of learning at the same time. You know, thankfully, we we're pretty pretty quick studies, but, you know. <laughs> Thank goodness. And, and, you know, so here we are now. So, you know, we sold that company, did really well there, and then just transitioned purely into solar. And my mission all along when I got into solar was never really to be a salesperson myself, but I, I mean, I had to, but it was always to provide this business in a box for mm -hmm. other reps. I was always going to be my goal because I saw that there was a huge missing, this this was just missing in the industry. Yeah. So that was my goal was to always provide this business, and but I had to learn how to do every single component. And there's a lot of components, right. a lot of legs on this, on this chair. You know, oh, geez. Yeah. Uh, That's what I did not have any expectation of when I first got into solar. You know, I'm like, I'd never even heard of a metric called a realization rate. You know, it's like in HVAC, you sell it and it installs. Yeah. What do you mean 70? Well, I mean, for everybody listening in HVAC, the industry average in solar for cancellation after the job is sold is 46% will install. You know, the cancellation rate is absurd. It's absolutely abysmal. And, and of course, that's because of lots of varying reasons. A lot of it's deadbeat salespeople. Yeah, you know, sure. it's a huge Absolutely. part of it too. I think that's and, the or best. you know, lots of companies that are come and go. Just like in HVAC, there's a a massive churn of you know truck in a truck we call them, or the the Billy yeah. butt cracks of the world that hang out a they get an entrepreneurial Caesar, hang out a hang out a shingle and say, oh, I can do this too, and then they're out of business in six months, and then you've left all these homeowners and you know in a bad bad way, just like in HVAC, and so. But yeah, there's so many pieces we didn't know when we first got into it. Man, when I first got started too, like, you know, I've always been, a, you know, a total perfectionist when it comes to sales processes and stuff like that. So my, you know, realization rate was never anywhere close to that. But, you know, there were plenty of times when I was brand, brand new. And even then I was probably losing, you know, I don't even, I'd never tracked it back then. So I honestly don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised mm -hmm. if I was losing probably 20 or 30%, you know, of my deals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I absolutely. Tracking them. I don't know. I do know that now we are sub 3% company. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Sub 3%. And it could actually be lower than that because that's the last time we actually did the looking mm -hmm. into it. But there right, are companies right. out there that literally have almost zero. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's the cancellations. So. We, we talked about this, you know, right? It's like you said, you know, when, you know, the first guy who climbed Everest, now there's, you know, hundreds of other ones. Yeah. All you get is absolutely. Yeah. And and I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, the company where I'm connected with has 15,000 reps now, the company averages. You know, still mid seventies. I'm pushing eighty percent, uh, so that's pretty. Uh, it's pretty amazing uh, looking at that. And you know, there's plenty of teams that are you know ninety nine hundred percent. So yeah, mm -hmm. it's definitely possible. Uh, I mean, I can think of some of my cancels. There were like, you know, some people decided to go solar with me, and then you know, two weeks later, they messaged me like, "Hey, we're moving to Montana." Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, that's. Great, I don't even. You know, know, I don't even know that. There's I would some call random stuff, but I wouldn't uh, even call that a cancel. A cancel is really like I changed my mind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To me, that's a cancel is I changed my mind because mm -hmm. you didn't do, you didn't do something right, so I changed my mind. Moving, that's just shit happens. Yeah, of course, whatever. of course. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, man. So I love it. So we've got this business in a box now. Yeah. And what uh, what what's it do? Right. <laughs> yeah. What the hell does this thing do? Well, why don't I tell you first what the problems that we solve, right? Because that's what every business is. It's just a, it's mm -hmm. a product, it's a solution to a problem, sure. right? Pretty straightforward. It's a great so, way to chat, approach. It. Yeah, you just always go out there and look, sniff out problems, and mm -hmm. solar has a lot of them. Cool. So, um, yes, yeah, so it starts with you know the problem, and then you go and you solve it. So the problem that I saw was, I mean, there's multiple problems. And then they all kind of joined, came in together. But what I really saw was that like, I became a victim to, cause I never wanted to sell in the home. Like I, and I, to this day, I've never sold one solar system in the home, not a single mm -hmm. one. Sure. They've all been done sitting right at the same desk that I'm sitting here right now, nine out of 10 times I'm wearing pajamas. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> I just hate leaving my house guys. Like I'm just lazy. I really hate leaving. <laughs> You know, I sold in the home a lot when I was selling HVAC. Mm -hmm. It's cool. I don't hate it. I don't dislike it. It's not that. I don't dislike yeah, it. But yeah. It does get old getting in and out of your car, especially in the shitty weather, you know, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It oh, just gets sure. old. It gets old after a while, putting tons of miles on your car. Mm -hmm. Quick side note, I am building a uh, on virtual HVAC sales um, program as well. So everybody that's listening, be on the lookout for that. There's a huge missing piece for that in 
Um, in fact, one of the guys that I did the very first podcast on virtual HVAC sales, Aaron Courtney over in uh, Tennessee, um, their company is now, since we did that two and a half years ago, their companies could do $4 million in HVAC sales completely virtually. They have three full-time virtual HVAC salespeople. So it is, again, it's possible. It, somebody has to do it first. Um, so that is uh, something that's happening. So I'm putting that together. And we're going to... Can I, can I interview, that. after I'm done telling this, can I interview on that real fast? Of course, absolutely. You're on your show? Okay, I'm going to ask you some questions because I'm curious. So, um, yeah, so the problems that we found was that I, like I said, I never did in home. I was strictly virtual, which meant now I got to figure out where the home I'm going to get my leads. Okay. This is just how it happens. Right. Mm -hmm. in, in, and again, in the world of solar, if anyone is listening to this, the world of solar is very different than just about any other home improvement space, because mm -hmm. every other home improvement space, you work for a company that provides you leads, Correct. right? Like in HVAC, they've got this huge book of business. Sorry, there's a lawnmower. I'm going to close my window real fast. Mm -hmm. I, I love this conversation, everybody, because we're we're different parts of the world. Uh, Peter's actually in Colorado, where the weather is gorgeous. It's I'm looking at 103 degrees here in Austin, Texas today, and he's sitting there with his window open. So yeah, everybody, yeah. let's give a collective boo to Peter right now. One, two, three, boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. And that's what about 75, 80 degrees or something. So it's really nice. So, um, you, like, so I'm saying that, you know, in solar, you, you, you got to get your own leads. This is, mm -hmm. I, I think the closest industry to, uh, the compared against would be like insurance sales. Right. Right? Like most people who are insurance are basically brokers and they don't work. They're not an, a direct employee of any one company. Like most mm -hmm. people don't work for American family, but they're a broker mm -hmm. or American family. It's kind of like a very common thing in solar to be that it's a weird world in solar. I mean, it blew it my is. mind. When I first got exposed, I'm like, what a weird setup this is in solar. Like there's nothing else like this in any other in any other home improvement space. It's very traditional in other home. You either work for the roofing company and they give you leads, or you work for the HVAC company and you go into mm -hmm. the home, the people that call for service tickets, you know? Very straightforward. It makes perfect sense, but not in solar. <laughs> so you got all these brokers out there going, where the hell am I going to get my business from? Mm -hmm. So which means now there's a million and a half. How do I put this politely? Less than honest lead gen companies out there, mm -hmm. you know, who are just looking. There's a lot of scams out there. But even if you and I've been scammed several times. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, the amount of thousands of dollars I've spent in lead generation for, you know, driving up to junkyards and, and places, empty lots and stuff is absurd. Oh shit! Also. Really? That happens. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And then there, you try to get a hold of them because they have all these guarantees of we'll replace the lead if it was not a good one. And then you can't get a hold of them again. That's horrible. Yep. Yep. So I did that. Yeah, I did the same thing too. I've, I've, I mean, I did thankfully I never had to leave my home, but I did mm -hmm. lose a lot of money. And, and, you know, thankfully, you know, you, you, you get burned a few times and it doesn't happen again. So, you know, I probably lost maybe like five grand, but that's still, mm -hmm. still sad. You know, I hate to see anyone, <laughs> any amount of money, you know, even if it's five bucks, I hate to see anyone lose it. So problem number one is where the hell am I going to get leads and actually get some quality like quality leads and then you have to get into this deeper conversation of what the hell is a lead like mm -hmm. a lead can be a cold homeowner record or a lead can be an age solar lead or a lead can be an exclusive lead or a lead can be a booked appointment or a lead can be a guaranteed sit and until mm -hmm. you know what all of these things are you're a sitting duck for mm -hmm. severe losses so you better mm -hmm. learn what all of those things are and know how to ask the right questions so obviously I know these things now because I've been burned, right? I always tell people, it's like, I'm not a genius. I just fall off the bike more than the right? average and keep getting back up because I'm an idiot. Absolutely. All my training. I tell people, it's like, like, this is one of those ask me how I know moments. For sure. You know, like you see a lot of people who um, are super successful and they just kind of give you the, you know, they give you the the feel good story of like, you just got to get back up off that bike. It's not how many times you fall down, it's how many times you get up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but isn't that the okay, same thing okay, you say about a total idiot? Yeah. Yeah, right? keep like, doing the same thing over and over, right? Well, you could say the exact same thing about complete idiots as you can about genius billionaire salespeople. So it's a very fine line between which one you really are. Right. Right? <laughs> so it's always, it's always blown. I'm constantly questioning myself every day because every day 
is a series of challenges like that. It's another, it's a, right. Because you deal with failures all day long, right? There are many failures or big failures. It just depends on the size of your failure, but you're mm-hmm. dealing with all day long. And there's this constant battle in your mind going like, am I throwing, you know, good money at bad or, mm-hmm. or, or, or am I supposed to be doing what every, you know, business coach has ever told me, which is just keep getting back up again. Right. But like, what's right. the difference? Like, what is the difference between, and some days, man, it's like, I just don't know what the hell the difference is. So I just keep getting up because I think that's just mm-hmm. the way it's wired. <laughs> but yeah. So that's why I usually tell people I've just fallen off the bike more than most and just continue to get back up again. But so you got to learn the difference. Fell you faster. Learn, yeah. Fell faster. I like that. You got to learn the difference between, you know, what it is that you're even buying in the first place. So part number one is we, you know, I, I, I my goal is to just provide the highest quality of everything. There, it's mm-hmm. not the cheapest way to do it, of course, but you get what you pay for. If you're going to buy, you know, if you're going to buy junk, expect junk, you know, garbage in, garbage out. It's just the way that it works. So, you know, I, because I've made all those mistakes, I just don't want other people to deal with them again. And quite honestly, I don't want to be the guy who has to field all the complaint calls, right? Because that's (laughs) That's the last thing I want to do is listen to complaint calls. So I'd rather just serve people a high quality product, even if it's at a higher price, just a high quality product that I know is actually going to deliver results. So, you know, step one is we deliver guaranteed sits, right? Okay. Everything is completely trackable and traceable and, you know, our sits are guaranteed. And if they no show on you, would just immediately replace it. Takes a day, no big deal, very simple. So that's part one. Part number two, really though, is like I always tell people, it's like, you know, when you go to these big lead gen companies, I'm not going to throw their names out because we all know who they are, but you go to these big lead gen companies and what they don't tell you is what you need in order for it to make all of this work. What they don't tell you is that in virtual, you better have amazing tools and systems, mm-hmm. CRMs and automations and all of this stuff in place before you ever get started. Because if you don't, you're going to lose an ungodly amount of those leads to just spoilage. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, I literally call it Right spoilage. through the cracks. You don't even know where they go. Yeah. I call it just like I call it spoilage, just like a just like a, a a grocery store loses produce to spoilage, and they just factor that into their business model. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing here, you know. Mm-hmm. For every lead that you don't follow up with on time, spoiled, gone, throw it away, yep. move on, right? Mm-hmm. And this happens all the time. And the fact of the matter is, these margins are so small, and this and the margin for success is so small that if you lose just a handful too many. You completely lost your opportunity for return on investment. It's been lost. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So what these companies don't tell you, because they want to sell you stuff, what they don't mm-hmm. tell you is that you better have your tools and your systems in place. You better have a salt, you better have a very solid understanding of how to sell solar virtually, because it is not the same as selling in the home. And then what happens is what what if they did tell you that. Do you think anyone would buy anything? They'd be like, oh, shit, I better go get my tools and systems. I better go get some sales training. Right. I'll be back in three months when I'm ready for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they'd have exactly zero clients. Absolutely. Right? Yep. So they they can't tell you that because they'd be shooting themselves in the foot. So I have heard the statistic that these big companies, again, I'm not naming names, that these big companies put more people out of business and drive more people out of solar than they help every year. That would not surprise me at all. Mind not even a little mm-hmm. mind blowing. Yeah, because now everybody's budgets are well. So what happens? I mean, I, I've seen this happen a ton of people throughout the uh, just everybody I know in different companies. They're like, okay, I've, I've got to make this work. This is my leap, the leap of faith to the oh. solar promised land. Oh, that's and good. here's here's my last ten thousand dollars, or I don't have any cash. Here's the last $10,000 I have on a credit card. I'm betting it all on black. Yeah. And they buy all these leads and have no idea how to handle them and no idea how to sell them. But I'm guaranteed to have my calendar full. And, and then, then what and then what happens? Right. Wah, wah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Nothing. Not even one deal. I interviewed a guy. Brilliant dude, by the way. This mm-hmm. I could talk about him all day long. I love this guy. He's a client of mine. He um, was a client of one of these big solar lead gen companies. We ran through his numbers real quickly. It he had spent seventy five hundred dollars a month with a three month commitment to sign up with one of these companies. Mm-hmm. For that, he got ten booked. Sorry, nine booked appointments from them of which half showed up 
of which zero deals were closed. Oh my God. Oh, stabs and this, a knife. And this is heart. just one, and this is just one story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who, and I this, mean, the first question is who, most people don't even have that kind of runway to even start. And let me, I'm sorry. And let me tell you one other sad piece of news it is not because of lack of sales training. This guy was, um, at 19 years old, he became, he got hired, he got recruited by the Brian Tracy organization to become a high ticket closer for Brian Tracy. He then got recruited by Tony Robbins to become a high ticket closer for Tony Robbins coaching program. He became known as the youngest, highest closing percentage closer for the Tony Robbins program ever. Whew. So it is wow. not lack of sales training. That this not guy, for lack of ability to sell that's for damn sure so goes to so this should be opening everyone's eyes going like i better have some tools and systems in place that are sharp as hell because clearly that was the missing component in his particular use case mm-hmm. because they don't tell you what they don't tell you is that like you better call these leads each one of a minimum of 10 times ideally in the first 10 days you're not doing that you may as well not even give us your money Absolutely. But of course we're not going to tell you that mm-hmm. call every day Call multiple times a day. Multiple times every day. No one knows that. See, everyone thinks if I'm spending this much money, man, they better answer on the first ring or it's a no-show. Well, a quick pop-out for everybody. I know on a a podcast recently, Peter, I don't don't know if you heard it or not, but I was going through four ways to generate free leads. And one of the lead generation uh, free ways is I was telling everybody there's a lot of uh, HVAC lead generation companies out there. So if you're not getting paid additional a commission on your self-generated leads, that additional commission more than pays for the cost of the leads. So that's a great way to improve your off-season numbers and even in-season numbers for self-generated is buy your own leads, take ownership of your business. And when you do that, the I mean, in fact, one of my coaching clients right now, he's like, man, this is perfect timing because I get, uh, I've been selling these Dyke and Fit systems they're spiffing me a couple hundred bucks or whatever it is. Each one, my card's about to get reloaded. So I'm taking money that's was coming as a surprise fun money anyway and reinvesting it. Yep. And I was like, beautiful. This is great. House but money. you're right. So yep. everybody who listened to that and is buying leads, this is the biggest gold nugget on that. So continue about how often you should call them and how and how and when you should call them. Well, let me actually tell, say something actually in, in, in your credit, which is that guys, if you're an HVAC and you are doing your your own lead purchasing, then definitely talk to Sam because with the last thing I want to see you do is the same thing that the last thing I want to see my solar clients do, which is show up with a fistful of cash and be totally unprepared. Now, thankfully, that's what my company does is it protects those people. It actually protects their investments, and that's why we call it a business in a box, because it provides all of those missing tools, which I'll finish telling you about here in a second. But that's what Sam can help you do, too. What you don't want to do is be one of those unprepared people with a fistful of cash and a smile on your face, thinking you're about to walk into you know the casino here and get the golden ticket. And then all of a sudden, the whole thing just flops on you because you were ill-prepared, like what we just talked about, like with, with the story of this guy that I just told you about, don't be that guy. So mm-hmm. go to Sam and talk to him about what you need. I'm sure Sam will talk to you for a few minutes. <laughs> Where the quick bullet points and point you in the right direction. If he doesn't have the mm-hmm. direct answer, he can certainly point me in the right direction mm-hmm. of what you need done. So that part, like that part gets me passionate because that's where people get really destroyed quickly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, I agree. Thank you for that. But no. yeah, so that's important that they know that they know that how often and when they should call and that's part of the, so that's part of the system that you're training is, you know, so, even from the beginnings there, right? There's three major legs, right? There's, I always tell people there's three major legs to this whole thing. We talked about it at first. Everyone says, give me the leads, right? Usually when I talk to people in our, in our discovery uh, portion, I ask them like, what's the biggest thing missing from your toolkit? Like, what can I help you with? And nine out of 10 times, it's the same answer. They always say, give me the leads, mm-hmm. right? See more people. Just give me the leads. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, I get it. You know, I get it. Leads are important. Sure. But tell me about everything else. Like, tell me about, I say, I'm like, you know, leads are fuel for the car. Mm-hmm. Tell me what kind of car you're driving. Like, mm-hmm. is it a beater that breaks down on the side of the road? Do you even have a car? Are you just riding a bike to work? Like, uh-huh. tell me about this car, the tools and the systems that bring everything together. Because I bet you they don't have anything in nine out of 10 times. They have nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm sure. like, you're going, to be, you're going to be the same victim that is and have the same story that all, the, that all these other guys have. And that's what I mm-hmm. don't want to see happen to you because it happened to me and everybody mm-hmm. else. I'm just sick and tired of watching it happen. So 
Like number one is the fuel for the car. I get it. But do you see how that's just fuel? I mean, now we need mm-hmm. the rest of the complex machinery itself. So like, <laughs> let's, get into, let's get into the rest of this, you know, let's look under the hood and see what we're working with here. And, you know, just like Michael O'Donnell says, it's like, you know, if we're going to drive a car, it better be, let's make it a Formula One race car. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, word. So, you know, now if I'm going to give you a Formula One race car with your present day knowledge of how to drive a Formula One race car, like how well do you think that's going to work out for <laughs> smashing right into the walls? That's for probably sure. not very good, right? Doing donuts and can't even get off the start. Yeah, yeah, probably terrifying, you know. So, um, we now we got to talk about training, sales training, right? And how to manage this entire system. It's not the sexiest conversation, but it's the most important part of the whole mm-hmm. damn thing. It's what ties everything. There's a reason why you need a driver's license to drive a car, right? And yeah, you have first. all the leads in the world, but if you can't close them, you, you might as well go make sandwiches. Throw away your money. So these are the main three pillars that we do, right? We obviously provide fuel for the car, but then we provide you with the Formula One race car, all the tools and the systems and the expensive components needed to make all this stuff work so that you don't have the spoilage so that you're not mm-hmm. a victim to spoilage like everybody else is. And then, of course, mm-hmm. you have to understand how to run this whole thing, right? And that's mm-hmm. what we train you. We literally handhold you one-on-one mentorship. All takes place inside of five business days. I, I I always tell them, like you give me you can give me anybody off the street in five days I'll turn them into a high a high ticket solar closer very fast love it I love it you know and I've seen a lot of the things from uh, from SolarWise and from Virtual Virtuoso and uh, you know got these guys that are you know a little bit more too about solar for most people listening you know the industry average is most solar closers that are considered you know like average and this is average making you know, a hundred to multiple six figures a year are doing maybe a deal a week. And it's two, I've seen two deals, a, two deals a month is the industry. Two, two deals a month is the average. Yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. also absurd. If you're treating this like a full-time job, surely you should be making a closing more than that. What happens mm-hmm. is so many people, they've never read the book go for no, which I highly recommend is they get concentration risk. They have a couple big commission projects. They're like, Hey, woo, let's celebrate. And then they stop working the rest of the month. And they're like, all right, well, maybe one doesn't install for some reason. The other one needs a roof and it takes forever. And then they're toast. But so what I've seen so many things from Peter's clients, everybody It's like, you know, if you're into solar at all, you know, there's, there's people who do multiple deals a day. We're not talking about, you know, two a month. We're talking about multiple, multiple deals a day. And so we're yeah. talking about multiple six figures. I, I guarantee his clients strictly on their own efforts that are doing seven figures in a calendar year through solar cells. So this is a big part of why you hear me talk about it so much now in this podcast, because I mean, there's what a handful of people in in all of HVAC that'll do seven figures a year within solar. There are hundreds in the country that'll do seven figures a year. Oh yeah. Yep. That part is absolutely true. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so back, back, but back, yeah, back to the components. I'm sorry. I, I get excited about these little detours because the the power of the industry, nobody realizes what it is yet. Um, just like they're the country's just waking up to a track and it's mm-hmm. decades old. Um, solar is like that next piece. It's, it, it, I heard it compared like this, where HVAC, and this is not to discredit HVAC because I love the industry, everybody. It's my, it's my favorite. It's what I do. But if you can close in a track, you're in the minor leagues. If you can close in solar, you're in the major leagues uh, because it's a whole different animal. It is. Yeah, solar, solar is definitely a much more complex sale. Uh, you know, the, the reality of it is, and this is what I tell people all the time, the reality of, of, of selling solar is that it's really hard to sell something that you don't need at all. Mm-hmm. You need HVAC. If you're in Arizona and your AC goes out, you can die. Mm-hmm. If uh, if your furnace goes out in Illinois in the middle of winter, you can die. Mm-hmm. These are urgency motivators, and they're serious, right. right? And they cause you not to price shop, and they cause you not to get three competitive quotes. They cause you to just take action on the first guy who shows up to your house. Mm-hmm. Right? As long as the price is somewhat reasonable, and he has a decent enough smile, and he doesn't smell like cigarettes, you're probably mm-hmm. just going to buy from that guy. Mm-hmm. Solar, no, you know, solar unfortunately is a totally non-sexy sale that nobody needs and no one has an emotional connection to Mm -hmm. because I can go to a house right now with solar and rip their panels 
right off of their rooftop and their utility will just start serving them electricity again seamlessly. They won't even know it even happened. I can go rip yeah. it off the house right now. They won't even know that it's gone. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. It's they such a want. Yeah. yeah, it's such a want-based sell that it's uh, th- that was the initial shock for me too. Just like you when we first got in, it's like holy crap. Uh, I don't go zero for ten. Why am I zero for ten? Right. <laughs> It's a scary day when you realize, holy shit, I am not batting on the same average as I was. And mm-hmm. I remember you and I, once we were talking, I remember this conversation. We were, uh, it wasn't even all that long ago. And I remember texting him like, hey, man, I think I just closed like 15 or 20 deals in a row. And I think you went up to me. You're like, I think I did 25 or some shit like that. <laughs> right. I, yeah. I remember I was like blown away. I'm like, I think I just closed like literally 15 or 20 deals in a row. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is bananas and, you know, an HVAC. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wasn't always like that. I had plenty of runs in the beginning where I was like, you know, five, six, seven, you know, losses in a row. But oh, of course, yeah, that, event, that eventually turned around. But man, no way does that happen in solar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's wild. So, but, but ah, gosh, I love what you're doing. You know, we're we're heading people something that they can take and and don't get me wrong, everybody. This is so. In fact, let's back up and the demographic that is a good fit for this. It may be a good conversation because solar is not something that a lot of people can just dive into uh, if they don't have the right key components in place. It's almost like for a lot of people getting into solar, it's got to they've got to win the parlay bet to be successful. You know, their their runway has to line up along with the ability to close, along with the market that the installs happen soon enough, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, what? Who's a good fit for this? And how? I know you have multiple levels. How can people get involved and learn? One, learn more, and let alone, um, is there a fit for somebody that maybe is in HVAC and wants to tinker with this? Is there a fit for, you know, we're we're jumping in full time? Where's the, what's that look like? You're asking for my program, correct? Or not in solar in general? Okay, yeah. Well, two, get, actually, you know, give us the compare. Give us the comparison. Yeah. Give us your perspective on on all of that in kind of a. In a, in well, solar in general is a. It, the, I have good news for solar in general. The good news is it's a pretty broad, pretty broad, uh, pretty broad type of person can be a good fit for solar. Mm-hmm. Um, now you do have to have certain requirements. Like you better be. You better have really strong grit, more so than in HVAC, because of the fact that it's not a. It's not a, a, a sale bit born out of necessity. So you're going to have to work a lot harder. You're going to have to create urgency. You're going to have to create desire. And that is hard to do. And that requires very specialized training because it's not, no one knows how to do that, just, you know, right out of the box. So you better have a very high degree of grit. But as far as like age, doesn't matter. As far as like economic background, doesn't matter. As far as like education level, doesn't matter. Like I think anybody from any walk of life, any gender, any age, any any race, it doesn't matter. Like you can definitely get into solar. Now, if you're just, uh, I do, I do deal with a lot of people who are brand new, all just, just now dipping their toes into solar and they're probably not a good fit, you know, for my company at that moment in time, just because we're part more of a premium, mm-hmm. premium product for someone who's really ready to invest in like the taking everything to the next level, which is probably mm-hmm. not right. You know, when someone's just getting their feet wet, they probably should kind of get their, sorry, get their teeth kicked in a few times, you know, before. Absolutely. Hundred percent agree. <laughs> I always tell you, it's like I can't, I can't tell you, I can't sell you something until you're experiencing pain. Because what I do is I solve pain. You haven't experienced yeah. the pain yet. You don't even know you need it yet. You don't even know you, you don't need know it. what you, you need... don't know. Yeah, I can't fix your teeth until they've been kicked in. So why don't you go get them kicked in first, and then I'll come back. And <laughs> right. I'll, I'll fix up those pearly whites for you. You know. <laughs> so, Love it. So you know, but the good news is, if you're brand new and you're getting into solar, you know, then here's what I would say: like you, you're going to have to find a path to make money and generate some sales. There's two ways to do that: you can either generate them yourself, or you can find a company who will provide it for you. Path mm-hmm. A, a lot more options for that. Almost every solar company under the sun will hire you to go knock doors, or will hire you mm-hmm. to go make your own money yourself. Right? They have nothing sure. to lose and everything to gain. So that part is easy. So if you don't have a problem learning how to knock doors and close deals on the doors, do that. And quite honestly, that is a phenomenal skill to have. Like, I'm sorry, you can close deals at the door. You're an animal and you have my respect. You immediately have my respect because no one 
no one can get through the pains and trials and tribulations of sales sales pain like door knockers can period it's just it. the hardest thing there and it sounds harder in the beginning than it really is you know yeah you yeah i just interviewed sam taggart on here in fact we're oh, going to cool. be doing some um so everybody listening too when you I've, I've been hearing a lot lately especially this is a mild year i've been hearing a lot of complaints and grumbling about i don't have any leads i don't have any leads one that's why i did the two-part series on how to create free leads but also i'm going to be flying out to utah to work with him for solving exactly that for the hvac industry specifically um so oh. that's pretty exciting um but yeah there's door, doors are highly valuable because they're free yes. it just takes and, and, takes and, there's more, and there's more to it even than just that they're free they're also no one else is chasing them down you know the moment the sad reality of like even if even for my high paying clients there's a there's a disadvantage, which is that even if I book you an exclusive lead, you know, whether it's from Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, doesn't matter. It's not really exclusive because they're probably going to click on three more ads seconds later. So they're going to get hit by multiple companies. And some of those companies are freaking scam artists offering them, you know, free this, free that. So now they've got this false expectation that, wait, solar isn't free. And right. you're like, great. You the government's sorry. not going to pay for it for me? What? What do you mean? Are you serious? I don't even want it, man. If I have to pay even a penny, and, and you'll see the bravado that's in. If I have to come out of pocket even one penny or pay a single prime, I'm out of yeah. here. And this <laughs> guy has been served up scam ads, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so man, d- doors are phenomenal, guys. So if you're thinking about, you know, if you even slightly think it's okay to knock doors, do that. That will teach you how to become the world's best salesperson, how to generate your own business. You'll never be hungry a day in your life. So do mm-hmm. If you tell me, Peter, there's not a chance in hell I'm ever going to knock a door, I'd rather die. Okay, then fine. Then you better go find a job of someone who will provide you with leads. Now, mm-hmm. you're going to pay dearly for this. <laughs> dearly. Like, yeah. There is no good deal out there to be had. This company, these companies are going to pay you pennies on the dollar to close mm-hmm. those deals. So, yeah. yes, you're going to learn how to close deals. No, they are not going to be layups. No such thing. Let me just immediately squash that idea of such a thing as a layup it may be one Mm -hmm. out of a thousand but like otherwise no there's no such thing as a solar layup everything is going to require work and salesmanship and follow-up and grit right Mm -hmm. so if you're getting a job and they're providing you leads be prepared to be underpaid be prepared for them not to be simple not to be layups and you're still going to have to work really hard but for much less money but Mm -hmm. such as that if that's your if that's if that's all you're able to do well then that's what you're looking at now, option B is like to answer your other question is, you know, who who should come to us? The person who should come to us is, like I said, someone who's had their teeth kicked in, which is like everybody in solar. You're right. Yeah. Literally everybody. You know, it's like just give it a month or two and trust me, you'll you'll be you'll be ringing and you'll be calling our phone number. Yeah. If you um, don't have your teeth kicked in, you didn't go out and do anything. You didn't. Yeah. You never got out of bed. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You literally didn't get out of bed. So for me, like my target audience is literally anyone who's been in solar longer than a week, you know, and experienced mm-hmm. experienced the pain. Um, unless if you're a door knocker, see if you're a door knocker, you make your own, you, you make your own riches, you make you create your own markets, you create your own leads. Mm-hmm don't need me. But on the other hand is, you know, not everyone can door knock forever. You know, it's not necessarily sustainable for a very long period of time. So, you know, my proposition to door knockers is like, you know, how are you supposed to scale your business? Like, how are you supposed to grow this model? Um, And how long can it possibly grow for? Like, if you tell me, yeah, I can build a team and do, I get it, right? We've all done that. But how broad and how much reach can this thing really go? And how far can it really go? I would argue that, you know, at some point start investing into ways that you can really start expanding your reach and start scaling your business because you're not young forever. You're not going to be able to knock doors forever. And you're going to get tired of it. Literally everyone but Michael O'Donnell, God bless his heart. I don't know how the hell he does. Everyone else gets tired, right? But I guess when you're paid seven figures, you know. When you're right. as good as he is and you make seven figures, magically you've got the you've got you've got, <laughs> you've got the discipline to get out of bed that morning. But he's you know he's one in a million so the rest of them is you know i was at i was just at a solar uh, conference just a few weeks ago in dallas and you know (laughs) the uh, the whole half of the audience was door knockers and they were all sitting together so they're like tightly sitting of course yeah and whoever the speaker was asked hey who who here is or who is the door knockers and they always of the door knockers how many of you want to do this forever 
Not one hand was raised. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Not one hand was raised. Mm-hmm. So there you go. It's like even these guys who do it forever, they even they know like they can't do it forever. Mm-hmm. So you got to start thinking about, you know, what your next move is going to be. And the only way to do that is just get, you know, eventually you got to get off the doors. You know, you can't mm-hmm. do it forever. Um, and that's when virtual really opens up literally the, the not world, but it opens up the entire co- country of opportunity. Absolutely. That's, mm-hmm. you know, and that's how you scale and definitely, but this is a skill you're going to have to learn. I mean, that's what I train people on, but you're going to have to learn how to do it. You mm-hmm. can, tr- you can go around me, right? I don't pretend that like I hold the key to this kingdom that you can't figure out on your own. That's not true. You can figure it out on your own. You, you know, it took me the better part of four or five years, four years. You can do that yourself, but I'm not even the fastest learner in the world. So like you can do it on your own, but here's what I've done is I've managed to put it all together in a way that is literally cheaper than if you were to do it on your own. Mm -hmm. And I take the pain out of it and I take all the falling off the bike out of it and I take the time component out of it. Right. That's what you're doing with me is you're buying your time back. And that's the best thing that you can do with your money because you can always make more money, but you can't get more time. So use your money to buy yourself more time. That's what the smart people do in this world. Mm -hmm. Like like Alex Formosi talks about this when he's like, no one in the right, you know, no one, when they invent a new piece of electronics, they don't go and reinvent the light bulb first. Mm -hmm. We take the lesson that someone already built and we buy that lesson from them. And then we mm-hmm. just carry move forward from that. That's how progress, that's right. how society progresses in every component. So like, mm-hmm. why are we, tra- why, why is business people, are we constantly trying to reinvent the goddamn light bulb? It's like, it's, someone's already done it. Yeah, like, absolutely. A little bit of my, and I tell people all the time, it's like, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm going to show you under the hood. Like mm-hmm. everything we do, I will show you under the hood. So like, if you want to eventually recreate what I've done and build this model for yourself, more power to you. Mm-hmm. I want to create relationships with people. So if you want to like look under the hood and reinvent what we've done or rebuild it, great. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So You're good. yeah. So I'm like, I, I have no problem showing that to people all the time. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. And you know, and it's so powerful too. And, we see that in every business, um, in every industry, you know, that your ego is not your amigo. And, the, you know, understanding that success leaves clues, you know, just stand on the shoulders of giants that have already done it and follow some of the, yes, it's great to be innovative. And I'm all about that and being creative. Do that within the tracks that, I mean, are guaranteed success. Unless you want to literally go out and, you know, my favorite story in the last 20 years is talking about creating an entirely new market is, you know, the air fryer. There's no such, it's not frying anything. It's just a little bitty convection oven, uh-huh. but they cre- in, created an entirely new bucket that didn't exist before. And it was one of the biggest marketing strokes of genius to happen in the last few decades. And I mean, if you want to go through the time and effort to do that, you know, go for it. But I'm here to tell you that, man, Set your ego aside and, you know, there's something that you're wanting to do. If it's HVAC, your HVAC business, if it's your solar business if, or a combination, I am 100% here to help people uh, combine that. Um, and and a quick side note too, somebody just wants to just uh, dip that toe in, you know, that's a bit, a big part of how my company is, is upsetting the industry is we've got our affiliate program that's built for part-timers. Uh, which is great. And it's a great way to make a lot of in- extra income without going through some of the sacrifices until you figure out if it is a good fit for you. And then we could push you, you know, push you on to, to Peter with the virtual virtuoso once you've gotten your teeth kicked in and are ready to make that leap. Um, so it can, it can be a good path, but follow the tracks of success, everybody. You know, that that's what trainings are for. You can't learn, you can't live a Brian Tracy, which you mentioned earlier, he says, you can't live long enough to learn it all yourself. That's why we have to learn from others who've done it. And I mean, everything I do is R&D. You know, it's rob and duplicate. You know, with everything I know, I've learned from somebody. I didn't, I wasn't born knowing all this, but I've spent, you know, in the last 15 years, $150,000 plus in personal growth and conferences and books and the hundreds of sales books I've read and philosophy and personality tests and to be able to distill it down to save people the time and investment to be able to do that. They can do it themselves, of course. And same thing with yours. You've spent, 
you're not just a two, three, four-year-old business doing this. You're a career of learning and growing and building businesses and selling businesses and creating successful businesses that you've distilled down into something to save people a, a lifetime's worth of time and effort and investment to shortcut the path. And that's what I love so much about what you're doing, what I do, and just this space, because we can help people get their life back. You know, um, I'm tired of seeing people work their face off and go through divorce after divorce because they're never around and they're, they're never there for their family. I'm all about work less and sell more, you know, and this is one of the most amazing ways I've seen to do it, especially in solar. Mm-hmm. And it's all about just, it's all about finding those shortcuts. It's all about finding like, like you just said, you just find someone who's already doing it. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to reinvent things. It's just so expensive to do it. And more importantly, you just waste so much damn time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I say that as if like, as if I've never done that myself, like yeah. bullshit, I'm total victim. I'm a, I'm a victim. I'm not a victim. I'm a, I'm a total idiot. Who's done all that too. Right? <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. who's made that mistake too. Though. I can do it better than this guy. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can tell you this very few times when it's worked out in my benefit. Very, very few times. <laughs> the vast right. majority of the time. It's like, I should have just outsourced to him. Let him do it. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what you're on right now is definitely one of the coolest things I've seen in not just the solar space, but in any lead generation space for home improvement. Um, it, it really is upsetting a lot of people uh, right now. And mm-hmm. it's disrupting a lot of things that I think a lot of it's exposing how it should have been done for a long time and stop taking advantage of people and actually help them be successful, uh, which is a big difference from most, a lot of the different companies that are, you know, your peers out there. Uh, you you actually have a great success rate, not just people that gave you money and then failed, uh, which I which I love to see. That's the only re- I mean, one of the only reasons you're on here, because you know I, I I'm not going to promote somebody who's uh, you know out there just an egomaniac taking advantage of people. Yeah. And uh, you you brought up a very interesting point there, um, <clears throat> which is the idea of actually helping people. Um, as opposed to just taking their money, you know, I, I'm not here to get rich. I'm here to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you make a difference, money will follow regardless. It just doesn't, you don't have to even think about the money part of it at all. Like if you, mm-hmm. if your primary, if your primary motivation is to make a difference in people's lives, the money will follow suit. So just literally ignore the money part of it. Mm-hmm. And that's literally what I've done. Um, and I tell this to people all the time. It's like, you, our prices are actually shockingly low. We're, mm-hmm. and we're, we offer more, our, our competitors are offering literally nothing but leads, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe appointments booked onto your calendar at best, but they're not replaceable. They're not guaranteed. None of that stuff, right? So they're offering right. basically leads or appointments or some version of that. And with nothing else, no additional services, no additional training, no additional tools and systems and call center support and all this stuff like what we talked about. And it's because they're after the money, right? It's mm-hmm. a money grab. They're there to take your money. They're not there to help you make a difference because they knew if they wanted to make a difference, they'd have to provide you with all those other, all the other legs of the chair, like mm-hmm. we talked about. And that's why I tell people all the time. It's like we charge less than the lead gen companies do for the same uh, for the same end product with a lot more tools and systems and services that are support. Mm-hmm. And why do we do that? Because I'm not here to be the most expensive. I'm not here to gouge people. I'm here to become Kleenex. I'm here to become the mm-hmm. household name that everybody knows and trusts. Because mm-hmm. it's actually a good product, right? Yeah, it's actually, actually good to do it good, itself. Yeah, it's actually a good product. There's, there's a good reason why everyone knows the name. Because it's actually a good product. And it's not overcharged and none of that stuff. Like, so I just want to be the name that everyone just goes to. Because they know that it's just a reliable service. It's not overpriced. And it gets the job done every time. Love it, man. Well, I couldn't have wrapped it up better myself. <laughs> it's time to land this place. It's almost like you've done podcasts before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. So uh, before we go, how does everyone get a hold of you? What's a good me- methods of contact and where can they go to learn more? Yeah. So if you ever want to just get in touch with me directly, I'm totally fine with that. My my direct cell number is 303 597 8687. That's my direct cell number. Text me preferably, honestly, because like mm-hmm. I'm just way too busy to answer most phone calls. So just shoot me a text and just say, "Hey, I saw you on the on saw you on Sam's podcast. I'm curious about X Y Z. Just say say what you know. Say what. Don't be like the person that says sup. 
because I get that too. That's weird. <laughs> right. So don't be that guy, please. <clears throat> um, otherwise, if you want to check out our website, just um, go to uh, getsolarwise.com. And if you, that's for the solar company. And if you want to see the virtual virtuoso program, same website forward slash virtual dash virtuoso. Okay. Cool. .com, virtual virtuoso. There you Love go. it. Well, perfect, man. Well, thanks for hanging out with me today. It mm -hmm. uh, has, has always a pleasure. I'm sure we'll have plenty more conversations in the future. I didn't get to interview you. I was going to interview you about your your project. You want you got a you got a minute or you got to end this? Uh, let, let's wrap that. Up. Let's do that one a different time. We'll do it We've next, got, we'll do it to, time. got to wrap this guy up, but uh, yeah. So uh, it, it's pretty exciting. We'll, we can literally do an entire episode on how to do how to sell virtually uh, for HVAC mm -hmm. because nobody's doing that. Everybody thinks, man, you've got to be in the house. You've got to look at it in person, but you know. I was one of the first companies to ever put everything online. My entire catalog was online. People booked appointments online. People full, full, saw full pricing. I mean, right. not ballpark quotes, like actual, this is what you're going to pay. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I remember we, we've talked about that before. In fact, Paul Redman over at Contractor Commerce, we've, we've kind of the epi episode number 50 that I did with him, we actually talked about you and your company a little bit uh, on that one. That's right. Because that's what his company does is uh, help cool. people put things just their whole price book online it's Very scary cool. to so many people but it's the age we're in man you know at the same time it you could never skip personal relationship even if that happens you still have to talk to a person at some point mm -hmm. yeah. um, so 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 many powerful ways to to get in the door uh so well awesome man well any last words and then we'll uh, we'll wrap it up how we always do here on this podcast yeah man um don't get ripped off talk to lots of people, find out what, you know, who's actually making differences in your industry, whether it's HVAC or solar. And the best thing I would tell you is stop trying to reinvent the wheel yourself. Find someone who's a coach who's doing a really good job, a coach with actual proven record, by the way, because right. there are junk coaches out there who just reselling someone else's program. Don't, you know, but find someone who's doing a better job than you are and go learn from them. That's it. Mm -hmm. 100%, man. Well, thanks for hanging out with Peter. It's been great. Thank and you. For everybody that's on the call today, uh, Drive Time University, it's the place to be. You know, use that windshield time. 15-year career of an outside sales or service tech, that's the equivalent of three PhDs. It's your choice. What are you doing with that drive windshield time? Is it Drive Time University? I know it is, or you wouldn't be listening here. And uh, yeah, everybody, it's hot. It's summertime right now when we're recording this. Go save the world one heat stroke at a time. Thanks for listening to Close It Now with Sam Wakefield. Subscribe to the podcast now so you're first to hear new episodes jam-packed with actionable tools and tips to make you the top HVAC professional in your market. If you have friends and colleagues who would like this show, share it with them and send them to our Facebook community for more in-depth discussion about the challenges we all face and how to overcome them on the Close It Now podcast.